Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big stories. Big guests. The big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Welcome back. Rob Breckenridge uh, sitting in today here on the Chorus Radio Network. I'll be sitting again tomorrow, uh, then next week, and then someone else will be uh, sitting in or hosting or something of the sort. Uh, Again, our numbers here uh, in Edmonton, 780-496-0063. Calgary, you can reach us 403-974-8255. So we got some other issues we'll get to after 11 o'clock. But as I say, we got some open line time here, more time for your phone calls. And certainly a lot of reaction to the uh, vaccine rollout yesterday. Some some bumps, shall we say. The good news is it seems though they're, they're figuring all of that out. Still managed to get over 70,000 people booked for appointments yesterday. In fact, 2,000 people got their first dose yesterday. And yeah, it, you, you are able to book both dose appointments. So you, at least you know people who are getting through have that certainty. You go for dose number one on this date, then you go for dose number two on that date. And there's probably some reassurance there. And just saying, okay, you'll get the first dose on this date, and then and then we'll see. You probably don't want that. So that that's a positive as well. So look, yeah, I, I think it's reasonable to acknowledge the positives, but also acknowledge where there's been some issues, you know, credit where credit is due, but also government uh, owning its its mistakes and its missteps. So let's get back to the phones here, shall we? This is David. David, go ahead. <laughs> Jeepers, you, you, you're almost an apologist for the government. You think Rob, so? I, <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there, there are people who support the government who are upset that we're even talking about this today. So, no, I don't think I'm an apologist for the government, but go ahead. <laughs> We've had the COVID now for a long time, and we knew vaccines were coming. Right. And I understand that Alberta Health Services are responsible for the website and for the phone number. Well, according to the journal, the phone number was only available from 8.20 in the morning until 3.40 in the afternoon. That's not even an eight-hour day. So why didn't they organize a double shift for it, knowing full well how many people would be calling in? I called in 20 times. I didn't get through. But they have done nothing to prepare for this at all, despite the fact we've had almost a year now, or around a year now, of knowing that this was coming. They haven't organized pharmacies to... to get a list of their patients or people that they would go go give the jabs to, doctor's offices, nothing like that at all. This should all have been done months and months ago. You don't start filling sandbags when the water's lapping at your door and you know there's a flood coming. And they seem to have done nothing. But the same people that have screwed up everything so far still have that job. And it's driving me mad that people that obviously can't do the job or won't do the job are still getting my tax dollars at 80 years old to sit in an office and screw things up totally. The minister should have been checking 
have you, what have you done? Or the minister's office should have been checking with AHS, what have you done knowing this is coming up at some point? Have you organised pharmacies? Because a lot of farmers, pharmacists can give injections. Have you organised dentists' offices? Because dentists' offices, offices, doctors' offices, is that all in line and all they're waiting for is your vaccine's coming? That none of that has been done again. They, it seems to me they can't do anything right. And it's about time somebody was fired and save me some tax dollars. No wonder our health care is so darn expensive. Okay, David, appreciate the phone call. Uh, you know, here's the thing, and there was a text earlier from someone who said not bothering to load test a website the government knew would be swamped is pretty typical. So, yes, it seems like some of the problems that uh, were being encountered yesterday were avoidable problems, as I said earlier. If the province is going to tell us all that they're ready once the vaccines arrive then they had better be ready once the vaccines arrive. And in that sense, maybe we were totally ready. Again, we can point out that Alberta's actually taking these appointments. Uh, other provinces aren't yet. Again, Ontario's not going to start booking appointments until uh, March 15th, and I think that's only for either 85 or 90 and up. So if you're 75 years old or older in Alberta, yeah, you, you're probably running into or possibly running into some problems but maybe you've also got an appointment and that's not the case in other provinces so again in, just in, in the sake of fairness i want to point all of that out i'm not letting the government off the hook for what happened yesterday but nor am i just going to say everything's fine and not talk about this so maybe i'm going to get that from both sides too uh that i must hate the ucp because i'm talking about it but as david points out i must also be a ucp apologist at the same time so uh who knows all right Let's get back to the phones here. This is Shane. Shane, go ahead. Hey, Rob. Hey, I just wanted to mention real quick. I I was I was kind of disappointed in the callers last week that were roasting about your opinion. Um, everybody's entitled to it. I don't agree with you a lot of the time, but I listen to you because I want your opinion, whether I agree with it or I don't. The I reason I called is this: though. What do people expect? Once they got in the door to get the vaccine, I haven't heard one person complain that they didn't get the shot in their arm. Mm -hmm. Not one. Okay? So, so what do people want? Because I, I really believe there's only two solutions. Either they roll it out in stages where certain people are going to get it first, certain people are going to get it after that, or they're just going to say, you know what, it's going to be a free-for-all. First come, first serve. You think the lineups were long yesterday? See what happens when they make it first come, first serve, and the lineups are three or four miles long. Like, I don't think anybody wants that. So I, I, I personally think everybody should be sort of happy that once they got in the building, they got, they got their vaccine. Unfortunately for me, I'm probably not going to get it till September after everybody else does. But I'm sure as heck not going to complain about it because it's, it's what they have decided to do. The government has screwed up every single part of this COVID-19 from the word go. And somehow people seem to think that this was going to be done exactly perfectly. It's a pipe dream. Nobody knows. Not one person knows exactly what's going on. Not once. But they're going on their best guesses. And that's all it is, is their mm -hmm. best guess. So as soon as everyone starts to understand that, w that everybody, me included, 
you included, the experts included. Nobody has ever dealt with this before. So at the end of the day, we are all guessing and hoping that whatever is decided is the best course. We are never going to get that until this whole thing is over. And then they're going to be able to look back at it and say, man, we made some horrible mistakes. But we also got everyone vaccinated. We, we had terrible loss of life, but now we've got it under control. So until we get to that point, the complaining about poor me is never, ever going to be a solution. All right, fair enough, Shane. Appreciate the phone call. Um, let's see. We got uh, Sandra on the line next to you this morning. Sandra, go ahead. Uh, I agree with the last caller uh, hugely, uh, and I liked Anne's reasonable voice. Um, this is a first-time event, so don't stop complaining, please. A suggestion, why not go by people's month of birth so that January, people who were born in January would be the ones to make the appointments, go get the shots. When that's finished, go to December and work back and forth so that the system isn't overwhelmed and people aren't uh, having to wait unduly long because these are elderly people. They get cranky. They get upset. So let's just uh, be patient uh, but try to reduce the number of people clamoring for appointments and showing up. Uh, so go by month of birth. Thank you. Well, okay, uh, Sandra, appreciate the phone call. Again, I mean, if there was a need to do that, then maybe we could have done that. But the way the Alberta government chose to do it was to make it available to everybody 75 or older at that time on that day. Which, again, brings it back to them that did more people respond than they thought? Were there issues with the website that they didn't know about or didn't anticipate? Why didn't it work as it was supposed to work? And if there was no way that it was ever going to work that way, then why did they choose to roll it out that way? So I don't think it's unfair to ask that question because we're, we're going with the system that the government specifically chose. And if they shouldn't have chose that system, then that's on them. And if it was supposed to have worked, but it didn't, then that's on them. So I, I don't think it's unfair to point that out. Look, again, it's, it's not a complete and total disaster, and it would be unfair to suggest that it is. But it's also completely true that a lot of people had issues with the website yesterday, couldn't get through, couldn't get through to 811. Was that not foreseeable? So we, we can ask these questions, we can have this conversation, and we can point all of that out. But again, we can still recognize that, okay, at least Alberta's uh, ahead of other provinces in making these appointments available. We did get about 70,000 or so people booked for appointments yesterday. About 2,000 people got their vaccines yesterday. So that's all good. Anyway, this is uh, Marianne. Marianne, welcome to the program. Hi. A friend of mine called me about 7.30 last night and said they got through uh, so the, he said it, uh, it seems that it slowed down. This was online, online. Okay. Uh, so I uh, got our information quarter to eight. I went online, got my husband registered quarter after eight, 
went online, got myself registered, and in registering, we got both dates, and so we just have to wait for the time, which is next Tuesday and next Wednesday. So people who have, um, uh, 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 what do you call it, online um, uh, access, and get your grandkids, get your kids, whatever, I'll call later, you know. Uh, mm. People go to bed by, old people go to bed by 8 o'clock. <laughs> Not all, of course. But, you know, get somebody on there and go much later, and you will get your time. Now, two things. Once, when you put in your, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, the code, the letter, um, uh, like T6 or J, what is that? Uh, oh, your postal code. The COVID. Right? COVID, mind you, post a code, the yeah. letters have to be in capital letters, okay? Mm-hmm. So don't put small because you won't go anywhere. Second thing, when it offers you um, a choice of times, don't pick the ones that, say, even if it's very convenient, don't pick the ones that say there's two slots left or whatever. Pick at least five slots because by the time they get you there, uh, they might be all gone. So pick a time, might not be convenient, but you'll get a time. And that's that's how we got through. And we had tried probably 500 times during the day online. I mean, um, uh, yeah, I've tried online and on phone. So try later in the night, and you might uh, might be lucky to get your loved ones in. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, oh. Marianne, appreciate. Oh, sorry, Marianne, we just lost you. I think she was going to say something else there. Uh, let's get uh, Sue in here. Sue, go ahead. Hi, Rob. Uh, Hi, first Sue. time caller to your show. And I won't keep you long, but I just wanted to say two things. Um, my, we lost my mother-in-law to COVID on Sunday night, and she died oh a God. horrific death because of the situation that she was in, which was terrible enough. Um, thank you. And we flipping around, I have two parents that are in their 70s that we were all just heightened, of course, to then get them, them signed up for the vaccine right. yesterday morning. So we had... You know, my kids, my brothers, we had so many people, you know, ready to go 8 a.m. Monday morning, or sorry, Wednesday morning, of course, encountered all of the frustrations and and site issues uh, that everybody else did. But as we are multitasking, working, you know, redialing the phone and everything, somewhere in the bowels of the Internet, we found the screenshot of the fix, the coding fix. Right. And thank God for that, because I gave it to my brother, the engineer. He got in there. He got past that stuck page. And God bless those people. We have now two appointments, one on Friday and one next Thursday for both of my parents. So amazing individuals. Nerds are the new heroes of the world. They could (laughs) fix something that whatever team that AHS has, you know, first of all, couldn't foresee it. And second of all, didn't have a crack team waiting on the spot. To, to solve these problems because they're so, I don't even know what they are. They're just so small-minded and so tight with who's allowed to give any kind of input. Um, these guys solved it in minutes. So thank God for them. God bless them. And as far as I'm concerned, they may have very well saved my parents' lives. Well, quite a roller coaster uh, for you and your family, Sue. I uh, appreciate and the phone many. call and yeah, thank all you, the Rob. best to you. Thanks yeah, to take them. care. Bye. All right. There you go. Um, so, Wow, yeah, like I say, quite an emotional ride for for her family. There you go. And there's both sides of it, though, in a nutshell, in terms of the vaccines. Couldn't get through on the website. Clearly, there was a problem people were running into. You know, some some smart citizens out there, some nerds, as she says, uh, found a fix. They got through. 
Now they got appointments just a few days from now where folks are going to get vaccinated. So I think that in a nutshell is kind of both sides of it. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The bad in terms of the, the website problems, but the good that look, they're in. They got appointments booked. They're going to get their vaccines in just a few days. We've got to take a quick time out here. We'll come back. More time for your calls. Rob Breckenridge with you on the Chorus Radio Network. All right, welcome back. Uh, Marianne did want to get another quick point in. Uh, and is, uh, there we go. Marianne, yeah, go ahead and finish your thought there. Sorry about that. Um, also, there are over 100 pharmacies that are giving yes. out uh, injections. And you can book two or three or four people, whatever you want, with them. Just go to the Alberta site, and it'll be right on top, and it'll list all the pharmacies that are close to you. And it's, that's another good way to, to book and be assured that you get a shot. Thanks. Yep. Good point, Marianne. Thanks for that. And you know what? And I think Alberta was the first to, to allow pharmacies to administer flu shots. And, you know, we've kind of come to accept that as, as the norm because that works so well. So, yeah, I like that approach. Absolutely. Let's, let's get the pharmacies as part of the team here. Uh, let's see what we got next here. This is uh, Brad. Brad, go ahead. Hey, Rob. I hey, think Brad. this kind of is a symptom of three things. Um, frustration. The COVID, Mm -hmm. uh, everybody's pretty tired of this thing. Fear, uh, the fear that, like it or not, the media has um, instilled in the population, uh, some of it warranted, some of it not, and bureaucracy. If you were to ask the IT guy who runs that whole show, if he was 100% sure that nothing would go wrong, he probably could not have answered that affirmatively. And if you want to wait till they know it would be perfect, maybe they wouldn't have launched for another five or six weeks. I mean, have you ever tried to make an appointment for imaging or anything? I have to sit on hold for an hour just to get um, some kind of imaging done on my shoulder Mm -hmm. with uh, one of the clinics that are available. So if you think that or if you thought that this was going to run smoothly, I think that was an irrational expectation. And as some people say, is perfect the enemy of of the good. My dad is 90 years old. He lives in Manitoba. He can't get his COVID shot. Apparently, uh, according to their website, they have to inoculate 180,000 people before they get to him, and he's 90. Yeah. There you go, Brad. Yeah. um, I mean, just be thankful that we can do this now. Uh, other last point, uh, and I'm sure there, there's a hundred different ways that could have done this better. But every time you add a level of complexity to the process, you confuse people. Simply saying, if you're born in this year or later, you can call is a lot easier than saying, well, if the moon is blue on a Wednesday, you can call between five and six. If you happen to have a middle initial C in your last name, you can call between six and seven. That adds confusion. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I don't think that would have worked too well, as some have suggested. Uh, this is Kevin. Kevin, go ahead. Hey, Rob, thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. 
I'm a big believer in criticism or criticism and do it credit where credit is due. And people need to just relax a little bit. I was trying to help my folks yesterday get their appointments. Yeah, we tried for a couple hours and weren't able to get through. They ended up calling their local pharmacy and uh, got on those for appointments. No big deal. And I hate to say it, but these these people that are saying, oh, I had 12 different family members trying to get appointments for whoever, you're actually part of the problem. You're not part of the solution. You're part of the problem. Websites go down all the time. People have to wait to get concert tickets or for goodness sakes, you hear criticism when it's like, oh, I tried to book my camping site. At the end of the day, 70,000 Alberta seniors got appointments in one day. Like, really, this was not a disaster that people are making it out to be. I hope they learn some lessons when they open it up to the next batch of the general public to maybe just put everybody in a queue rather than get the error message. But, I mean, come on, like, we really need to be realistic here. 70,000 Alberta seniors, that's 70,000 more than most every other province. So maybe we can just relax a little bit and be realistic. Yeah, fair enough, Kevin. Appreciate the call. I mean, we should definitely be realistic. I agree. But also, as Kevin alluded to, though, this is the easy part of all of this. We're still dealing with relatively low numbers compared to what's coming. So that's my concern. Yeah, maybe I wasn't surprised to hear that people were running into problems. There were delays. I, I think, you know, the, the um, it was coding problem or whatever mistake it was where people were trying to enter their postal code. It would just, it would just spool. They couldn't get past that. that that's a problem. And that, that kind of stuff needs to be dealt with either ahead of time. Make sure you don't have those problems or be able to fix it uh, quickly once you recognize it's a problem. So, yeah, have we learned those lessons going forward? Because if we can't handle what was yesterday, what's going to be the issue that we face when we're talking about much bigger numbers? So that's the concern. By the way, uh, some new numbers out of the U.S. today. So six weeks ago, 14% of people over 75 in the U.S. had gotten a vaccine, uh, at least one shot. Today, that number stands at nearly 60%. So we got a lot of catching up to do. And this is all a step in the right direction. Let's be clear. And Alberta's certainly, I think at this point, uh, taking the lead past a lot of the provinces. So that's all worth pointing out, too. Okay. We're up against the top of the hour here. It's Rob Breckenridge uh, with you here today on the Chorus Radio Network. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.